We've heard it all before, haven't we? Gary North is the enemy of science, progress, and reason. You know, if, if you go on a podcast that's dedicated to trashing me Ninnies. and Tom Woods and all of the people who have fucking gotten, like, thrown their support behind you, Ninnies. that's not the time to go there and throw Gary North under the bus. Think about it. You're pooping at home every day. No penis. Why not treat yourself with a little respect? Small penis. Your balls will thank you. No functional penis. The Figuretarians Podcast. Episode 14. Prepare to set fire to the index card of paleo podcasters. Your daily dose of liberty education starts here. The Fakertarians Podcast. Folks, if you're like me, one of the most demoralizing things is when someone utters the truth. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome again to the Fakertarians Podcast. This is episode 14. I'm your host, John Hudak, along with Jeremy Kantorowitz. Today we have on uh, Jeff Jago. How are you doing today, Jeff? How's it going, John? Pretty good. So before we get into things, we're going to talk about a few different things. A lot of stuff centered around Trump. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself politically, like in terms of your views on libertarianism, how you got into libertarianism? Well, um, we could say that I, I started off, uh, you know, not paying attention to politics much, you know, until about the fourth grade. And that was when, what happened? 9-11. So uh, right there, I kind of just started watching the news, paying attention to the politics, and got a little brainwashed as a, you could say, a neocon. I was a George Bush <laughs> fan for, you know, my early Been there. days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that happened. And I was like that probably up through middle school. Went to high school. Um, high school started to question some things, you know, 9-11 conspiracy theories floating around like, oh, maybe uh, maybe it wasn't just some terrorists that decided to hijack some planes. Maybe there's some other things involved there. And I uh, just started to think more, you know, smoked weed for the first time as a you know, that kind of changes a lot when you're told, like, through uh, D.A.R.E., like, holy shit, this is a terrible drug. And then you smoke weed and you're like, oh, this is pretty great. Like, why why was I told that this is awful my whole life? And you start to question the laws and you start to question the government as a whole there. And that's when I kind of became, you know, fell, fell into libertarianism. I uh, actually, you know, met you, John Hudak, as my roommate at UConn. We were going for political science, and there were some great talks there in the Busby dorm. And a lot of those shaped my views. I uh, started watching Adam Kokesh, uh, Jeff Berwick back in the early days of Dollar Vigilante and Adam versus the man kind of and. That, that kind of shaped my views and became a libertarian. All right. So in terms of this election, are you voting for anyone? I haven't decided if I'm going to vote. I haven't voted for any presidential election or actually any election in my life. And I'm registered to vote. I've been registered a libertarian. And I haven't decided if I'm going to vote. There's a couple things that I might think about doing but so we've obviously oh go on i just haven't just made a definite decision yet so we've obviously had discussions on this before um but just so i'll just ask the question between trump and biden who would you say you prefer absolutely trump that's not even a question so and how about you john I, I'm not a fan of either of them, honestly. I know, I know that's, I know, but that's not the question. The question is, who would you prefer between Trump and Biden? If I had to go with one, I'd go with Biden just to change things up and then change things up again in 2024. But I don't like, is, I'm not a fan of either of them. Do you think that Biden's really changing things up from anything we've had before Trump for the past? Like, I mean, we had the Clintons, we had... Oh, uh, Bushes. We had 
Obama. And I feel like the Biden administration is just a repeat of all of that. And I don't I don't think the Trump administration is. And I think, you don't think Trump's equally terrible. I, I mean, I don't think he is in that group of people. But what does I that mean? Call, I mean, I think that there is an establishment. I think that they're working together. And I don't think that they like Trump. And I don't think they like what he's doing. They're trying to get him out and they're trying to get their foot back in the door with the Biden administration. So does the fact that they don't like Trump mean Trump is any better than them? Or is it just two shitty groups of people fighting each other? There are two shitty groups of people fighting each other, but I would prefer the Trump group personally. I would, I would rather less taxes, um, more freedom when it comes to Second Amendment. Um, more public works projects building border walls? I mean, hopefully less public programs in general. But what about the border wall? The border that's wall. A pretty, that's a pretty big one. I mean, there's it, eminent it domain involved. There's huge amounts of money involved. There's the fact that they're stopping people from crossing the border. Like that's, that's a huge thing. It is. But I mean, there's so many facets of government and like, you got to pick and choose, I guess, if you're, if you're going with Biden and versus Trump. I mean, I would love if like some great libertarian free market anarchist jumped in and decided, hey, let's abolish government. If you could do that, that'd be great. But do you have a problem with Trump's immigration policies? Trump's immigration policies? I mean, I, I don't pay too much attention to them, to be honest, but I don't know how they're much different than Obama's immigration policies or any I mean, other but immigration you, Do you have a problem with the idea of building a border wall, keeping people... Peaceful I mean, I, people from crossing the border. I, I believe that a border is an arbitrary line drawn on a map okay. by a government. And I think that uh, taxation is a big factor here because you got this arbitrary line and you got this government that's saying, hey, everybody inside this arbitrary line is mine and I'm going to extort everybody. And then you have all these people and, and we're going to give you a little treat for for being extorted and uh that's whatever public benefits you get from paying your taxes that really you don't get fully what you paid for but so then you got these people coming in and they're not paying taxes or they're not you know they don't have a social security number if they're an illegal immigrant so your issue with them is that they're not victimized enough not necessarily. I just feel like if you're going to, I, I really think that taxation needs to go and before you could just open up the border and let everybody flood the system. So before we end taxation, you want to use taxation to stop people from freely coming in. You want to use violence against peaceful people. But should, no, no, I don't want to no. attack them or... Use but like, against them. how do you how do you stop them without at least the threat of violence there? You, you stop attacking the people that are already in that arbitrary land. What do you so, mean? So, so no, but so, you're... so you have to just stop attacking people inside the land by stop making them pay taxes you know like well i mean i agree with you on getting them to stop paying taxes but i don't yeah. think that's a reason to victimize immigrants until then i mean, I mean they yeah. go you go jeremy okay well i mean when it comes down to um you know undocumented immigrants and and taxes in reality they they do pay taxes um they You've got local taxes. There's even some that do pay um, income taxes through um, what's called, I believe, an INT. And I forget what the, the number or the name of the um, NTN. ITIN? ITIN. That's what it's called. Um, that you can actually obtain through the IRS to actually pay taxes. Generally, it's um, something they do because they. Um, if the chance to ever become a legal immigrant arises, they can actually prove documented that they have paid taxes on, on income they've earned in the U.S. So, I mean, them 
paying taxes and, and taking from the system really doesn't end up um, holding very much water because they do pay taxes. And if anything, they're taking less from the system because they're not entitled to, to welfare benefits for the most part outside of um, emergency Medicaid from the federal government. Um, states, you know, there's a little bit of a different um, level of what, what they may be entitled to there, but uh, not necessarily um, from a federal standpoint. Um, they are paying in, they, I mean, heck, help shore up Social Security and, and Medicare itself. Yeah, I mean, what I'm basically saying is abolish the border, abolish taxes, abolish the government. I mean, I agree with you, but does, do you think do you think one needs needs to happen before the other? Like, let's assume for a second that the taxes are here to stay for another, I don't know, I let's just say another 100 years. No, but let's say let's assume that taxes are here to stay and the state's here to stay for at least 100 years. What would you want to do with the border in the meantime? I don't know. Just let it li live as an arbitrary line. But like, I, should people be able to cross that arbitrary line? I mean, no. no. Why? I mean, as long as the people inside of the line are getting robbed, I don't, I don't think so. Who's robbing them? The government. So is the government the people crossing the line? No. So why shouldn't the people crossing the line be able to cross the line? I mean, I guess they should, but they should they should just be given a social security number at the border and they should be info, in, inputted into the system to get robbed as well. I mean, I, I guess I can take that over over the the other position of just stopping them. I mean, I don't no, want to. Yeah. I don't want to like, stop them. I mean, I'm I'm currently in a relationship with an Ecuadorian immigrant, and we're currently going through the immigration process, and it's it's shit. So like, I know the whole the whole thing, but she's a big Trump fan herself. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you do have you do have some experience with it. I mean, not some. I obviously more than I do. Um, and yeah, it is. It's is it. I mean, almost. I mean, does it almost seem you know impossible? Like camel through through the eye of a needle kind of work to go through it. Yeah, and I and I see on her side where it sucks because it's like she can't work at many places because most places ask for a social security number before. They even work and she's she wants to pay taxes and she wants to work at you know anywhere but she has to find someone that's willing to you know go under the table and then pay taxes on top of that but, yeah so the issue is the fact that the government doesn't let them work above the table not that they're in here in the first place yeah okay so moving on to some other stuff about trump i mean we can come back to the border, or the concentration camps on the border, or the border wall, or whatever you want to talk about at some point. Um, what do you think of the fact that Trump has engaged in more drone bombings than Obama? I didn't know that. That's a fun fact. Yeah. But, that's, what, that's what all the data I've seen says. I mean, if you can find something that disputes it, I'm willing to reconsider, but that's what I've seen. I'd be interesting to know, like, the dates of those and when they happened and stuff. I, I'm just curious. I mean, do you have, would you have a problem? Assuming, assuming what I'm saying is true, do you have, does that change your opinion on Trump at all? Like your favorability towards him or anything like that? No, no, not at all. I mean, no. I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering like if that happened maybe in like the early part of his presidency or if that's happening in the later part of his presidency, I don't know anything about it. So I'm just asking. Would that, if it was earlier, do you think he's, do you think he's changed his foreign policy? I mean, he killed that. He had that assassination in Iran. That was with, what within like the last year or so that almost started a war. <laughs> was yeah, that's pretty well. Beginning of this year, it feels like it was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, who knows what's going on with years with with everything right now? <laughs> but um, I do you have a problem with Trump's foreign policy with that? I mean, yeah, that's it's fucked up. Governments governments are awful. And what but about? I mean, Trump I, mean oh. I just want to know, like, what is any different now than what was happening before? Not much, right? I mean, 
it's the same idea, but if he's stepping up, like Obama was bad enough on his own, but if he's stepping up drone bombings, that's, that's a problem. And yeah, that's, that's for sure a problem. Okay. So then what about Trump? Uh, wanting the whole thing with banning TikTok and then wanting the U S treasury to have like a portion of a sale that, uh, that he's enforcing. Do you think, you think that's an issue? I think social media companies in general are, a, a big, you know, hot topic issue with all the censorship that's been going on. You guys are pretty familiar with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know. Yeah, recently, it doesn't know. We, we lost our personal Facebook accounts the other day. We're trying to get them back, but we don't know why they just got taken down. I, I just <laughs> lost my Instagram account yesterday. Also, yeah, you told me about that. Oh, you did. Yeah. It's, I sell uh, just merchandise through uh, it's a company and we sell, all different shit from Bitcoin masks, mostly Bitcoin masks and hats and stuff like that. Cryptocurrency related stuff. But then I would had a lot of hot sales on my Boogaloo items. And uh, I think that's what gained some attention. And that's what did the uh, censorship. But, but I in mean, terms of, in terms of Trump, is you, do you see his whole banning TikTok thing as a big deal? Do you think, do you want, and, and we can talk, we can expand this to Facebook and Instagram and all that. Do you want the government to take some kind of action? No, I, I'd like the people to take action and I'd like them to walk away from these social media giants that are really controlling their lives, controlling the way they think, taking their data. And I would like people to walk away from them and go to, alternatives like Hive, which is a distributed network for content creation. It's on a blockchain. People post, you actually own your account. No one could stop you from posting anything, no matter what, like you just share whatever you want. There's no censorship. Any Anybody could host their own UI on the Hive blockchain. You guys could be posting this stream on multiple different Hive UIs from 3Speak to DTube and actually earning cryptocurrency for this right now. I'm actually recording it to post it there later. <laughs> nice. But but I mean, like, so, I mean, I see people in the, the chat that don't like this kind of stuff, but I mean, it's the answer. You're going to either continue to give your data away to Mark Zuckerberg and the social media giants and they're just going to continue to push their own political agenda on the population, or you're going to walk away and use third party or alternatives that are completely distributed. There's no central company that controls it. There's no central company that could shut it down. It's just people posting on a network and it's, distributed and free okay i mean i have i i don't know how effective they'll be and how or how ineffective they'll be but as long as you don't have an issue with uh or as, as long as you're not advocating for trump to ban something or the government I, to step I don't think in government banning anything is good ever like including border they, crossings but what they do <laughs> what it, it usually does is it creates people uh making ways around those bans and it actually there's a progress happens when government creates bans because people find ways around it and like you look at like the silk road and bitcoin in general their existence were created just because of governments doing terrible things and like these well, that's true. these technologies we're getting are the results of governments like torrents but, and like all this shit. Like with, with sometimes there's uh victims in the process with that too. I wouldn't like go around advocating for government to ban things. I mean, Silk Road's a good example of that. Yeah. Uh, there's Silk a guy spending his life in jail right now. Yeah. It's terrible. Free Ross, free Ross.org. Anybody <laughs> watching this should definitely check it out, sign the petition and maybe even think about donating some Bitcoin to Ross, get them out. Okay, so moving on uh, to some more Trump issues I was going to highlight. What do you think about his tariffs? Uh, tariffs suck. Taxation is theft. It's on the hat. Okay. <laughs> Make taxation theft again. Seems like a, okay, it seems like an easy one. Then 
there's that time he said that he was looking into 3D plastic guns being sold to the public, and he said it doesn't make much sense. Do you think his in there's the whole bump stock ban? Obviously, do you think uh, Trump's gun policies are up to par? I mean, the the greatest part about it, there's no way to stop the 3D plastic guns getting made and sold. So, oh yeah, there's no way to stop it. Ultimately, I mean, there's ways to slow it down, but it's a cat that's out of the bag. And it's there's no stopping do, it. Do you think Trump's an issue? Oh, go on, Jeremy. Yeah, I would say, but it does. I mean, you know, it, it is a ban that creates victims as well because now you've got you know federal agents looking to knock down yeah i'm definitely against it for sure go i i I encourage people to go get a 3d printer and try it out themselves what do you think about the time that trump uh had protesters tear gassed so he could do a photo up and we can move into more about the protest because i know we were you knew we were going to get there (laughs) I mean, I don't know. You don't know about the a president gassing protesters for a I, photo op? I, I don't think that gassing protesters is ever the right thing, especially if they're peaceful protesters just standing there. But I mean, at the same time, if Trump walked outside to go to the church and just tried to peacefully walk down the street with all those peaceful protesters standing there, do you think he would ever be able to make it? I mean, probably with a security detail. But without the security detail was there helping him, and that's what they did. They threw tear gas to get all the peaceful people away. But, like, I'm just saying, like, if the peaceful people were all standing there and Trump wanted to peacefully walk to the church, would he have ever been able to do it? Wouldn't it just be, if you're concerned about that, wouldn't it just be better to not walk to the church? How important is walking to the church to where you have to actually tear gas peaceful people? I I don't think that it was ever a good idea to do that, but I'm just saying... Would he have been able to peacefully walk to the church? Probably not. I think he would have enough security that he could get there if they if they and needed he did. to. And he did. Well, yeah, but he was <laughs> gassing like a huge amount of people. It wasn't That's, like was it wasn't like there was one. It wasn't like there was one person coming at him and like he like <laughs> went after him. I mean, it was. I mean, that's the thing is, you know, they could they could have laid out a perimeter, a pretty well-defined perimeter, then, you know, kept protesters out of a certain area, you know, and in, instead they, you know, 10 minutes before he wanted to walk over to the church, they just, you know, tear gassed a bunch of people and chased everyone out of the area, people that were legally and, you know, rightfully so protesting. Um, it was quite the, quite the spectacle of um, government force for no reason other than a stupid photo op from a church that absolutely hated seeing the photo op i mean it, it i also yeah, think so that yeah. the 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 whole the photo op was the reason for all of the tear gas is kind of just inflated where we've seen tear gas on the streets of pretty much every major city and there was probably going to be tear gas on the streets of dc with what was happening outside of the white house that night so exactly. blaming yeah, it so on yeah. Trump in the White House is kind of just inflating. Well, and I think that's kind of what the whole media has been doing the past four years is just inflating every little thing he's done. And if you were to put those things that he's doing in any other president we've had before him, as in Obama, Bush, they wouldn't really put it in such a bad way. I mean, tear gassing protesters so a guy could pose. I'm pretty sure that's what, like, I, I think there were uh, reports that leaked out that that's why it happened, like, from actual sources. I don't think it was just speculation. Yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, there was nothing otherwise going on that, that was being done by the protesters to warrant said um, tear gassing at that time. There was no curfew being broken. Usually that's a justification for, for, yeah. You know, unleashing the tear gas, which is a terrible justification in itself, but right. Um, yeah, I've been I've been out protesting. I've been I've been tear gassed. Um, we got away pretty quick, but it's it, it sucks. <laughs> um, but it was it was for curfew reasons. Um, that's that's their that's their excuse. They they don't usually unleash the tear gas until the curfews you know the curfews long past. Um, so it's, it's unless it's getting rowdy. I don't know if it was getting rowdy. I don't know. I really don't know the situation. Just people on the street. I mean, it happened on live TV. So let's assume for a second that it was not getting rowdy 
and that it was expressively for the photo op. Is that terrible? Is that excusable? Authoritarian? Not authoritarian? That's not a good idea. It's not a good look. It's bad. I'm not, I know like the, uh, the label on this whole podcast, Trump friendly libertarian makes it seem like I'm a Trump supporter, but I'm not really. We agreed on the label. Yeah, we did. We did. But I'm not, I'm not a Trump supporter. I didn't vote for Trump and I don't plan to go out to vote for Trump. I don't have a Trump sign in my yard, but like, I just, I don't have the orange man bad vibe that everyone else seems to have. Would you think Trump friendly is an accurate description? I mean, as opposed to Trump hostile or. Yeah. I mean, I would think I'm, I consider myself hostile to Trump. I'd consider myself hostile to Obama. I'd consider myself hostile to most politicians. I I mean, I guess I'm hostile to all politicians in a sense, but I'm just not, I, I see what's been going on in the media and across just the mainstream press. And I think that uh, sometimes I find myself backing up Trump in some certain stances and that's where the friendly comes along. So what do you think has been going on in the media? I think that they're trying to get their foot back in the door with the Biden administration. The entire media? I mean, I think that they're part of some establishment that, uh, you know, was running for many years before, and they're, and Trump is breaking it up. Would that include what what major news networks would that include? Like, let's stick to uh, like MS- CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, Fox News, CNNBC. Uh, Fox News MSNBC, is generally CNN, ABC, NBC. Fox News is generally pretty pro-Trump. New York Times. I mean, they have them I mean, on I, they have them on Fox and Friends all the time. Like they're it, it's 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 a ploy to just kind of just satisfy a little bit of the people in the neocon side. I mean, they they were really promoting him like for a while. I mean, it's a pretty bad ploy to if you're trying to take someone I mean, down. The only to, person on Fox News that I see like actually as like a pro-Trump guy is Tucker Carlson. Sean Hannity is not pro-Trump. I mean, I guess I don't really watch much news and TV, but I, I get most of my shit on Twitter. But. I mean, in, in the the people on Fox and Friends, I, I don't know their names. I just know their faces because he's always that's like Trump's favorite show that morning show. I'm, I mean, they're pretty pro-Trump. Probably. But I mean, in general, like they, they're just part of the whole mainstream media complex. But they say opposite things from what a lot of the other media is saying. I mean, like if, you, if you're looking like MSNBC versus Fox, like left and right right there. I mean, they they're not parroting the same narratives. If you're on the airwaves, you're you're probably following the establishment's rules of what you can and can't say and do. So is Tucker Carlson following this? Yeah, and I, I've said it before. I don't know how long he's going to be still on the television. I mean, like, if their whole plan is to, like, let's say Fox News's whole plan is to disrupt Trump or bring upon the establishment or something like that. Why would they put... I don't think it's like every single person in Fox News plan as a whole. But is it is it the management at Fox News' plan? It's Yeah, maybe just the, the executives behind it. I don't know. But then why would they put Tucker Carlson in their like primetime hour? I don't know, because he gets the most views on any television show on any, like more than Super Bowl. But if you really had like a plan, like they were like, okay, we're going to take Trump down. Wouldn't you think they'd want to promote someone in like their most visible news hour that would be anti-Trump? Maybe. Well, then again, Tucker Carlson has been argued to constantly lie so much that he can't be believed. And so therefore his statements can't be defamatory. So there is that. They did say that Fox did say that in a in a yeah. defamation lawsuit. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just yes. them trying to trying to and craft a defense, they, but they want it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to the protest a little defense. bit. 
back to the protest a little bit. Um, what is what's your take from a libertarian perspective on the BLM protests? So in the first week or two, I was very excited. I was watching up at night, watching all of the riots, watching, you know, everything happening unfold. And I was like, all right, this is, looks like a good changing point for America. And then I started realizing, like, this, this kind of seems a little shady because every single major company, every single politician, lifelong politician was backing this movement. And it just didn't seem right. And then you see it's, you know, people getting beat up over their property and they're not, you know, I don't know. I just, I just don't, I think it evolved into something and it just completely lost the plot. And now it's just a bunch of anti-Trump, anti-capitalist people out on the streets, anti-fascist, as they say. And if you don't agree with them, you're a fascist. Do you disagree with them on police brutality? No. I mean, I think police brutality is a problem. So I, I, I just don't think that the way they're going about it is the way to, to do it. What's the way they're going about it? They're just going into the street, stopping people's cars, attacking the people if they don't want to go in their way like if you're I mean, if you're you, against them they're going to attack you it's simple as you, that like if you, you think don't that's what the majority that, are like huh do you think that's what the majority are like i think it's a lot of mob mentality when there's large groups yeah well i mean that'll happen in any large group but do you think do you think the majority of blm protesters are looking to use violence against people at protests no what percent do you have? Would you have an estimate on any percentage on that? Um, five to ten. So, do you think that's a reason to reject the movement as a whole? No, but uh, I mean, I think like if you just go to, I don't know, I, I, I guess they updated their website, the, the movement blacklivesmatter.org. They had oh, that's an organization, violence. that's the organization behind the movement, right? I wouldn't say so. It's just a organization that calls themselves that. I don't think every protester is out there being like uh, motivated by this organization. I think a lot of people were just showing up because that's what they wanted to protest police brutality. Yeah. Yeah, this the yeah, there's there's this organization there I mean, from what I can tell, they're you know, they took kind of the hashtag, made an organization, you know, they essentially collect money, block grant it to kind of local, um, you know, local organizations. And that's about all I can, you know, I can figure from, you know, this blacklivesmatter.com um, group. But, you know, I think a lot of people are just showing up. They are wanting police brutality to end. Um, you know, I, I know, you know, I know things do turn into, um, you know, violence, rioting, you know, especially when provoked. Um, cops tend to do a lot of provoking, um, you know, launching tear gas into uh, into crowds and, you know, spending all their time trying to beat up, you know, people that are just standing in the street outside of a police station. Well, you know, the, the, the targets getting ransacked really isn't... Uh, really isn't doing much um you know you're essentially allowing riots to happen so you can go bully people that are holding signs on the street um so yeah, i mean so, yeah, i don't I, condone any businesses getting ransacked and it seems like that's kind of just hand in hand with these this movement i wouldn't say it's hand in hand i think there's some people taking advantage of it um there's the whole idea of I mean, there was plenty any any lockdown movements going on, and there wasn't really any businesses getting ransacked at those. It was weird how that was happening. Have you ever seen like the uh, the celebrations after like a, a Stanley Cup victory or something like that? I, Have I, you, I, when we were at I, UConn, we won the national championship. Did you see people I put a, a pole through windows and stuff like that? That wasn't. There's there was a lot of shit going on there, but. It I mean, that's, that's related. 
It wasn't even on the same Well, it's level. not on the same scale because it's a gigantic nationwide protest, but there's the issue of group mentality in the first place. But I don't think that's a reason to reject the movement as a whole. I would say, if anything, as libertarians who are against police brutality and the things that the movement is claiming to stand for, I think we should be looking to influence it rather than reject it. I, I yeah. honestly, I look at the movement and... I made this analogy a couple times, and I, I see the Nazis versus Stalin. You know, I see the, the fascist authoritarian police against the communist socialist Stalinists in the streets. And I mean, I don't think I a lot of people stand back and stand out of it and say, I don't want to support either of these people. But the main point of the movement wasn't communism or Stalinism it, it or something like that. It was it's been completely co-opted. Not completely. I, if you went out to a protest, I don't think you'd see, like, if you talk to a bunch of people. I mean, I've, I haven't I'd been to one myself. probably get punched but... in the face for wearing this hat in protest. And it just says, <laughs> make taxation theft again. I'm saying if, if you talk to somebody who people, doesn't even read it, they would just like see the, the, the red in the font and they'd be like, Ugh, and get so but angry. I don't think you're... I don't think you're going to hear a bunch of people that are like, oh, I'm very motivated by Karl Marx's books. I think you're going to see a bunch of people that are pissed off about people getting killed by cops. Yeah, because they don't what, read books. They're just so so they're un, they're not well read Marxists. Yes. If you're if you're well read, you're not a Marxist. I mean, there's well read Marxists. I mean, they're bad, but they're there. Yeah, I just don't think that if you're really a smart, educated person, you're not a communist. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fan of, I'm not a fan of Marx. I, I think you would know that, but I don't think that's what the movement is based around. It, it hasn't been a bunch of people rallying in the streets saying communism now. I mean, obviously, I, yeah, I've there's communists videos there. videos of large people walking down the street, like, and I've seen, end of I've, wealth seen liberta I've seen libertarians like there. I've seen, I've yeah. seen chapters of BLM talking to Spike Cohen and endorsing Joe Jorgensen. We've seen a whole lot of crap. Well, yeah, but there's there's people in every movement that are going to be terrible. I mean, if you went to an anti-war movement, like, during the Iraq war protests, you're going to see, like, Marxists there. If you go to if you go to a gun protest, you're gonna, like, a, a pro-gun protest, you're going to see a bunch of Trumpers there. Like, yeah. every movement's going to have its shitty people, yeah. but it's, it's what it's based around. Right. And, and I don't think they're going to be breaking into random buildings, taking everything out of it. But I don't think that's what's. I don't think that's what's happening on a major scale. I mean, yeah, it happens. And yeah. but it, it, there was that whole study that more. Well, more. There was that whole study that ninety three percent of BLM protests were entirely peaceful. And for for one to be called not peaceful, like someone being arrested for like knocking over a garbage can, would make the entire protest not peaceful. Yeah, like for someone arrested for like any property crime like let's say one person at some giant protest broke a car window and got arrested that would automatically make the protest not peaceful even I'm if sure there's 99.9 percent of the of the protest was peaceful i agree that there's majority are peaceful like milford connecticut that's where i'm from there's tons of peaceful protests and there's never riots i'm sure there's small towns like that across the country having them and there's no riots and there's no problems but you know in in the major cities seems to be some issues i mean i've seen i've seen peaceful ones around where i am but even if you just key in on the ones in small towns why can't we zero in on that a group of people that should be ripe for the picking about libertarianism kind of telling them about like okay here's what we can do to stop these issues with cops instead of just rejecting them and being like oh they're a bunch of marxists and fuck them like why do, why not appeal to them I mean, I'm for it. Okay. I, I, I think uh, from here, we should move on to the whole q and on. I had that. I had that on my list thing, actually. So beca <laughs> yep. Because it kind of, it blends together in the whole, you want to, you know, take these people by the hand that hate the cops and want to, you know, end this police brutality and lead them to libertarianism and say, you know, this is the way. But, you know, if if you kind of looked into the what the whole QAnon thing is, it's it's a lot of people kind of questioning government as a whole saying, holy shit, this 
I mean, yeah, it kind of, if you look into a lot of what the mainstream news is saying, you know, it's about this secret cabal of elite pedophiles that are Satanists eating children or something like that. But isn't that, but, isn't there a lot of that about that? No, I mean, if there's nothing really about that, if you go into the actual leaks, but what I'm saying is most of the followers are really just thinking, holy shit, the government is this corrupt group. We need to, you know, get rid of this. You know, this whole system is bad. It would be nice if we as libertarians would, you know, take them by the hand and say, hey, you're right. But, you know, well, we can, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we we shouldn't, shouldn't write hail, them about we, maybe we shouldn't hail this guy as the leader of it. And we shouldn't hail religions and stuff like that. But we should agree that, yes, government is corrupt and. This is why well, yeah, government's corrupt, but we don't need some false narrative about Trump uh, saving us from the satanic pedophiles. And there is stuff about satanic child abductions in there. I'm on a website right now. Q drop number 29, November 1st, 2017. The child abductions for satanic rituals are paused. They're talking about how they're taking down the, the Satanists. That's a the, the, the first thing was a direct quote. Wow. <laughs> I mean, so, we have we have seen a lot of you know trafficking schemes get busted in the past couple of years, and a lot of so these major players like Harvey Weinstein, Jeffrey Epstein, you know, well, yeah, there's definitely Maxwell, and a lot of stuff happening, and a lot of it is what like this whole movement alludes to, and I think that is really what the government and the media really want to shut down is people thinking about that and people kind of like thinking, holy shit, maybe the government's corrupt. Maybe these are a bunch of fucking pedophile, like sickos. Like they want well, to about, stop people from thinking about that. What about the fact that it's pretty clearly bullshit? I mean, it's some guy, it's some random guy who started posting on 4chan. I mean, is it, it bullshit that the government's corrupt? No, but it's not bullshit that the government's corrupt, but it's bullshit there's, that there's some random dude posting on 4chan talking about how Trump is saving a us from the of, satanic pedophiles. I mean, there's very little that has to do with satanic pedophiles. A lot of it I mean, is just like drops of news articles with just like words and like riddles and just random shit where people put together like what they think it means. But there's... Like, there's drops about how there were satanic evil pieces of shit controlling our country. And I mean, Marina Abramovic is like very tight with Bill Gates and so she's, do you a, both she's a Satanist and a lot of Satanists are like they're actual Satanists. Like that's a real there's a church of Satan. There's Yeah, Satanists. do you know what do you know what Levian Satanists are? I don't know, but they're called they're, Satanists. You're saying that there's not Satanists. I'm no, saying I'm that saying that Satanists. I'm saying that you don't know what and they're Satanists tight are. with their government. They're tight Satanists with their government. Are, Levian Sat Satanists, who are the Church of Satan, they're atheists. Yeah. They just have a whole philosophy about like living your I life mean, the way you want to live it. Have you seen any of like the pictures from like a Marina Abramovic dinner? I think I've I've seen it a while back, but that doesn't give me a just reason Google to Marina Abramovic dinner and just look at okay, the I know it was some it was some weird art thing. I'm not up on it's, that shit. It's but very, very artful. It's it's good night. Yeah. Halloween. It's Halloween. It's good night for a Marina Bromvik dinner. There's some weird. There's some weird shit people do, but that doesn't mean some random dude posting on 4chan who it's, said in his sec. I'm not saying that oh. everything he says is true. I just I think that you know you can take these people who are starting to question everything they believed for the past life they had. And they they're starting to say, "Holy shit, this government's corrupt. The media is corrupt. Hollywood's corrupt." And it is, and they should. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can try to reach them, but you don't need to feed into delusions. Like, what do you think this guy is actually someone with inside information? I think he's a smart dude. What, he's a really the, smart dude. He, no, he's a smart dude, and <laughs> I think he's a smart dude in that he can convince a bunch of people to believe that all this stuff is real. But um, do you believe he's actually like feeding inside information? through 4chan and 8chan or whatever he's on now. I know he moved to another site. Do you think he's actually legit? So, who I really think QAnon is, I've been thinking about it for a long time. I did some research, but I'm, I'm really thinking that QAnon is linked to Baron. <laughs> Bar Baron Trump. I know we were joking about that the other day. It's not a joke, dude. It's not a joke. Like, 
I mean, I, it's, have you ever so... have you ever seen the picture of him with the the expert shirt on? You know that loose, right? But seriously, Baron, though, Baron you... Trump, Baron Trump is cute. Do you think I, I just dropped a bomb on the fucking Baker Terrians podcast right now? <laughs> Do you think Q is actually first, legit? ABC News, NBC News, pump it. Baron Trump is Q anon. You know I'm not letting you out of this question though until you answer it. <laughs> Wait, what's the question? Do you think Q is realistically is actually someone with inside information, or is it some dude shit posting on 4chan? Probably some dude shit posting on 4chan, but I mean, like, he's not out of line. He's he's doing he's some not great. He's doing some great work. I mean, he got a whole fucking congressional hearing on people condemning his conspiracy theory. Have you heard that before on any of the other conspiracy theories that are going around? I haven't. Like, I've been a 9/11 truther for a long time, and like, where was the congressional hearing on 9/11 truthers? Need to stop. We need to bipartisan condemn these 9/11 truthers. But he, do you think if he's making a bunch of people believe something that's not true about how there's Satan, satanic pedophiles. I know there's, I know it's not, these people aren't specifically mentioned in the Q drops, but there's people that think like Ellen DeGeneres eats kids. She probably does. Yeah. Ellen DeGeneres. Um, there, Oprah, there was a point where, um, where we thought Oprah was arrested. Um, Actually the second, the first and second QAnon drops, or QAnon I mean, they're, they're drops both ever. From- Pretty major arrests under Trump's administration. Right. But the first and second, like, the first and second QAnon drops ever, we're talking about how Hillary Clinton was detained, how there were already extradition motions underway, and how she was going to get her passport flagged. That was obviously total bullshit. And the fact people already, you can say Epstein. Curiously wonder, though, if Trump wasn't in office. Would Epstein have been arrested? Yeah, I think he would have. I mean, the evidence was already there. There had been he. I mean, obviously there was the Palm Beach County case in what, like 2007, and then ever since then there had been a bunch of civil suits. Like even pre-Trump, I think there were civil suits like 2013, 2014, 2015. I mean, it wasn't has been in in works for a very long time. It's not suddenly suddenly under Trump they. You know, it's it's something that's been yeah, underworks for a long time. It's, it was it's like early two thousand. I want to say two thousand two or two thousand four. After some auction on some mansion down in Florida between Trump and Epstein, Trump ended up actually winning the auction or something. And then I guess four weeks later, there was a report that Epstein was, uh, you know dealing with underage kids or something like that. And that's where Epstein ended up first having some legal issues with this whole thing. And it just happened to be a couple weeks after he had a giant dispute with the guy that's in the Oval Office when he got arrested and hung himself in a prison. Let's even say that. I mean, it's a coincidence, maybe, but I mean, I don't know. It's crazy. Crazy world we live well, in. Let's even say that Trump ratted on him because they had an argument or something, okay? Yeah. Wouldn't there be a problem that Trump had known about that for a while in the first place? Because they were they were close. I mean, they hung out I mean, together. Like, and- right now, like, it sounds like there's a problem that a lot of people have known it for a long time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been <laughs> it's been pretty open knowledge. I'm not saying yeah. it's not, but it's not, it's not like Epstein being like touching kids and shit that's not anything new i mean like i said there's been all those civil suits for a while and there was the initial criminal case back in back over a decade ago yeah which is which just so happened to be a a couple weeks after the dispute with donald just a coincidence i know i know it's crazy but like (laughs) i don't i don't know know about the dispute but even if google is it's it's, it happened even if Trump somehow ratted on him, that has nothing to do with whether the QAnon guy is is yeah, real. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but, when you look down, I, I, when you look down into it, QAnon really is just a rehashing of a lot of the protocols of the elders of Zion, um, which is just fabricated fabricated text they you know it's not being applied to the 
the Jews more so, but but to you know the the left or you know the establishment, and that's really all QAnon is is just this modern day um, something that actually fed into the Holocaust. Um, it, it that's all QAnon really boils down to. It's it's not anything new or or special. Um, it is. It's just a rehash of of an old essentially ancient not ancient but old shit post it's basically what it what it boils down to um to to see that rehashed again but you know presented in in the way that it is now versus you know how it's been presented in the past i mean it's pretty definitely much something pretty, to look it, into is is pr- the protocols of the elders of zion yeah i will but i mean it's it's basically just a, a chain of messages where they just a lot of it's just a link to a, a news article that was released that day about something and then just like a bunch of words. But it's supposed I, to be all connected and it's – it's he is has – Is it? Like, yeah, that's the whole – why is he – he's not just posting random articles. This isn't like, is that, like great uncle's Facebook or something. I mean it's just – is my Twitter account all connected or are all my tweets connected? No. He, he he makes predictions and he alleges that like the storm is coming and there's this whole this whole big thing. It's not yeah, just some I mean, if it wasn't about predictions and this whole thing being connected, it would just be like someone's grandpa shit posting on Facebook. And and it wouldn't have to go to Congress and get condemned by bipartisan. I mean that was probably a and mainly you, like an a, what were you gonna say? And just, just the whole way it's portrayed by the media is false. It's just not the What's, way. Like you, you is, read these articles, true. you just Google Q and on, and it's just three Google pages of these articles that make it seem like it's just like this out of control, violent white supremacist group of Trump supporting Nazis that want to. I mean, stop I mean, it is based off of Nazi babies. propaganda. I wouldn't say they're Nazis. I just think they're dumb Trump supporters that are gullible. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some Nazi people in there. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure you could pick some out, but I don't think it's. I wouldn't say it's predominantly Nazis or something like that. But it's. It can still be a dangerous movement in a bad way. Oh, so like when five to ten percent of violent people on the streets are bad. No, it's because like it's not something. It's based movement, around. Right? No, because it's based around. This uh, like an idea that's not true. It's not based around stopping police brutality. It's based around. It's based around the government the, is corrupt, the, and we got to end no, that it's, shit. No, it's man. not just government yes, is corrupt. That, it's that based is around what it's about. It's not. No, what it's about satanic you. pedophiles. It's not just satanic pedophiles. It's that's what the, the government I, I'm, is corrupt. There's a cabal of elite government, you know, Bilderberg Group kind of thing, like. A bunch of establishment folks that are controlling the narrative on the airwaves of what you hear on the news, and they're controlling the just the narrative. And, and why is he talking about satanic uh, ritual abductions? Why, why do they like say, Satanists? I don't know. That's that's just what they like. It, do you think there's? Do you think the government's performing satanic ritual child abductions? It might be. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't put it past them, John. The government has done some fucked up things. Like, you look at what, just like in Ireland this past week, they just voted to to bury the uh, the documents for another thirty years of the mother and baby uh, houses, where basically the government and the church stole babies from mothers, and they just so happened to end up in mass graves and and sewers. And like you can't put it past governments from doing fucked up things, John. They do. No, up I don't. I don't time. do that at all. I would agree. Government does fucked up things, but I don't think we should be taking some four chan shit poster and starting an entire ideology around it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mean, government does some pretty fucked up things. I I don't know if you've ever done project management. Um, that's a very big project, and it usually doesn't go very well. <laughs> You know, it's it, you, you got to look at you got to look at you know some some to some extent reasonableness, um, and it's it's really hard to get hundreds and you know or even a million people on board all together with one project to to do something. 
you know, you can you can get a few people, uh, but you can't get an entire, you know, government on uh, on on it to to do something. It's I, just, I completely the rules, of, the rules of project management would dictate that it's essentially impossible. And that's why it's like I would love to see what it would look like if something like Joe Jorgensen would win the election. It's like what would she be able to get done in in the government you know would she be able to would she be able to make it so that she's not a statist in the eyes of pure libertarians or would they look at some of the things that happened in her administration and be like wow she's a statist because this happened while she's president do you think she's anyway i don't think she's comparable to trump at all i don't i don't think she's comparable to trump i'm just saying i don't think that she would be able to get done what she's promising because of the rules of project management there might be some things but she'd definitely do a lot more than trump has done i mean i mean as as executive you know as as somebody in the executive branch you have a the control over a lot of departments. I mean, that's essentially what executive orders do is they um, issue directives to departments that the executive branch controls. Um, there's, there's a lot of things that can be, that can be done through just that, that method. Um, it's just that a lot of people don't do that. Um, you know, Trump literally takes, you know, immigration policy and, and bends it to, the, you know, essentially the worst, the worst means through those kind of orders. Okay, so... so I, I just would love to know how uh, you guys would think a Biden presidency would help. I'm not, you know, a fan of Biden. I'm not a fan of I Biden. Know, I know I, you're not. I don't... I'm, yeah, I don't think I don't think a Biden presidency would would necessarily help us. Um, I I think it could prevent us from going in a you know direction that I see and don't like. Do you think it's uh, less authoritarian? Not necessarily. No, um, it's more authoritarian. Not necessarily either. I think it's, it's more authoritarian. authoritarian in different ways because you know it kind of separating kids at the border sending them back to mexico when they're not even from mexico doing what things was the difference uh, that, between what obama was doing and what trump was doing um well there there are some differences yes obama was the deporter in chief he has deported many 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 people and why is biden gonna um, make it any better he's he's not he's he's gonna return ah, to policies he's not. but he's gonna bring back what we had just the establishment right. i mean it's not that trump has made it any better when it comes to immigration but with some other things like tax More drone cuts, bombings tax cuts mm -hmm. tariffs tax tariffs. cuts are great but, but then yeah bail, but i mean the tariffs essentially canceled out the tax cuts so i mean i'm not <laughs> paying for them right but other people are and yeah. it's not supposed to yeah. What? You know, no, your customers you're, here. You're, well, I guess you're paying yeah. for tariffs. You're right. You're right. You're, you're right. You're, you're, right. You're, right. you're right. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, from from so, what I understand, we got to wrap up here pretty quick. Yeah, that's what I was saying in the chat because I I got somewhere I got to be. But uh, thank you, Jeff, for coming on with us today. We'd be happy to have you on again sometime. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And, uh, do you have anything you want to say before you we wrap up? Yeah. I just don't think that. Uh, I mean. First off, I'd like to say I'm not a Trump supporter, but I, I just think that a uh, a Trump presidency is definitely better than a president Biden presidency. But that's all. All right. Well, thanks for coming out oh, again. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa! The most important thing for how many viewers we got here? I don't know. The most important um, thing for anybody listening right now is to go out and buy Bitcoin because you need it. You need it. You need it in this world. Buy Bitcoins, hold on to it, don't sell it. People are gonna to try to take it from you. People are gonna to try to sell you all these other coins, but just hold on to your Bitcoins for a very long time. Okay, well, thanks everyone for watching today. Yep. Thanks again to Jeff for being on and we'll see you again in two weeks. Yep, see ya. Cool. Thanks, Jeff.